about nothing and everything. <laughs> Are we recording? This is going to be our beginning, isn't it? Yep. <laughs> oh, Cameron. I hate so much of the things you choose to be. <laughs> what do you mean? It's <laughs> hurtful. I really, what's, what's the one, the one, the Easter egg you left, the guy, he's, he's talking about Nigel Mansell and... Uh oh, uh, it was Murray Walker. Yeah, it was Murray Walker. Murray but Walker. You know, everybody knows Murray Walker. Yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> the original uh, commentator guy that everyone kind of knows. He did Formula One. He for did Formula probably, One. Yeah, from what like the seventies into like the nineties. Yeah, I right, just a super high voice. <laughs> and Alan Prost is going into the court. He's tracking around the. <laughs> it's a Spanish JR. <laughs> Jim <Yeah>. Ross. Austin. <laughs> Austin. <laughs> I wish, I wish David Attenborough would uh, commentate wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong on that. Oh, if we want to go down that rabbit hole. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Stuart McLean. Stuart McLean. And Steve Austin ends the match with a stone cold stunner, said Dave. <laughs> <laughs> It's entirely reliant on its parents for food. <laughs> there is also a smaller chick who isn't doing so well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, guys, how have you been? <laughs> I've been breathing more without all these masks. <laughs> oh, we're back. <laughs> nice to be in the same room as each other, though. Yes, 100% again. Yeah. Here we are again. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I say, now listen. Yeah. There is a lot of bush topics. Really? So I say we just get right to it this oh, episode. I kind of hijacked it with the boat one on the last a- one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hijacked a boat. <laughs> <laughs> Turned into a thing about Somali pirates. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Because we, we, there, there is a lot here and they're, and they're, they're good. So uh, Blake would like to know favorite restaurants that you get when you're away. Not in your hometown. Like, what are the restaurants you have to hit up when you're not home? I used to be a long-haul truck driver, and I would be in the States every week with every opportunity to check out different cool restaurants, and I would get McDonald's (laughs) week after week. (laughs) 
because I'm a simple moron. <laughs> Not for the ice cream, though. <laughs> <laughs> the ice cream would never work. How did you get that truck through the drive <laughs> Did you catch any power lines in that battle? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. No terrorist <laughs> threats or anything there, like that? Is there a, oh, boy. This, this whole podcast has just turned into a terrible situation as I've found myself in. <laughs> <laughs> and got myself in. Well, no, wait. There's a question coming up that you might be able to. Oh, boy. All right, yeah. So. <laughs> oh, I thought boy. for sure when he well, I used to be a long-haul truck driver, and I was in the States, I'd go to Cracker Barrel. No, McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? hundred percent. Anytime I, when I went to Florida, I'd go to Cracker Barrel. It's so Heck yeah, you go to Cracker yeah. Barrel. <laughs> Actually, for me, it's CC's Pizza in Florida. That's the space that I always went when I five went Five guys. If, you, if there's a five guys. Five guys? Never yeah. heard of that one. Had that out in California. Really? I ordered the large fry and she said, are you sure? <laughs> That's a good start. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I should have known. Did you say, look at me? <laughs> See, oh, that's man. the kicker. Challenge. All of the sizes are one larger than they are here. Well, People they took a large that. thing yeah. of fries that you'd have here, then put it in a paper bag that was twice the size, <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then filled, filled it like they're falling out of the bag. And I'm there with Denny Hamilton, and we walk in with each other, and he looks at me. I kid you not, he looks at me dead serious, as Denny does, right, and goes, so uh, what are we going to do? <laughs> like, it was a lot of fries. We got ourselves in quite the situation here. <laughs> so there we were. Up to, our, up to our knees and fries. <laughs> Wouldn't find a fork. Gary, any restaurants you hit when you're away that you kind of, why you have uh, the opportunity? No, I, we usually try to find some no-name place that looks decent. I'm with the, I, I like those, though. The hole in the ones non-franchise yeah, restaurants yeah. are usually decent, though. And, yeah. if and you've survived. Rats are uh, an issue. <laughs> yeah, but sometimes they're such a pleasant surprise, right? Like it feels yeah. so well, yeah. Jeremy might be able to validate this story because my dad, whenever we would go somewhere, he'd be driving around and be like, "Where well, we'll go find somewhere to eat and we'd be away. And all of a sudden he'd look and it'd be like a huge pile of transport trucks in this small little shack. And I'm like, that's where you want to go. I was like, what's that? Dad just pulls in. He goes, if that's you see spot. a bunch of truck drivers, he said, <laughs> they know. this is they the know. spot. They know. They know. It's true though. They yeah. know. Yeah. Because yeah. they travel up and down that highway all the time. They know. Like it looks like a, like a two bedroom shack. And it's like, are you sure dad? <laughs> yes. Because you can be guaranteed that the research was done because <laughs> people drive around for 14 hours a day. Wondering where to eat and debating the pros and cons. So we've had lots of time to talk about it and think about it. And so it's a pretty good chance it's been well researched. <laughs> I will also say that my uh, lack of decisiveness usually leads to exploring. <laughs> Walking up and down streets and looking at 20 different restaurants before I pick <laughs> which one it's I want like to go into. Two hours into one. Heather loves traveling with me. Heather's <laughs> <laughs> like, remember we went to Quebec you? City once and we were probably on the verge of passing out. <laughs> we had like walked by about 20 different restaurants and talked to the people on the side of the road and went over the menus. And <laughs> Oh my gosh. Gary's like her own personal Yelp. <laughs> Heather's learned to not go, Gary, where do you want to eat? Because he smiles and puts his safari hat on and his binoculars and he gets out pamphlets at Google Maps. <laughs> Gary's new nickname in the group chat is going to be Yelp. <laughs>
You should do. You should be a local guide. You need to Google local guide and get points there. Lo- local restaurant guide. Uh, this is this is this guide in its natural habitat. <laughs> wow. We've learned now. When she asks me something like that, I say, "What are my options?" <laughs> That's oh, classic. Though. I wish. Like, oh man, to my oh, name. This is a thing. You pick. No, I. I want you to pick. You pick. What we're eating. Okay. I'm picking. Yes, you pick tonight. All right. Burger King. No, I don't want Burger King. How <laughs> about Pizza Delight? I could say, no, I don't feel like pizza. Okay. You can choose so the you concept want. of you pick, if you can give me an acceptable list <laughs> that I could pick from. Yeah. If we I'll, could I'll even. be more like, uh, how about I narrow it down to about 15? Fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like, joke, but I'm like, probably worse than her. Heather's like, we need to feed our children here. <laughs> <laughs> They're starving. Uh, <laughs> one more street. One more street. <laughs> there might be a gold mine around the corner. <laughs> In oh, Fredericton, where you've lived for like 20 years. Oh, look, it's McDonald's. <laughs> we shall leave no stone unturned. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, Heather, if we eat here and then we get out and drive around the corner and there's a chorus, I'm going to be upset. (laughs) Wow. There might only be one block between me and pancakes. (laughs) (laughs) Me and pancakes. That was a great question. Well, someone, Nick replied to Blake and said, um, not unrelated, but when he's home visiting Miramichi, he views it as like you have to hit Dixie Lee, Ed's, Canards. Yeah, yeah. Like you're getting right. one of the three or all three while you're home because you won't get it again. For- you know what? I don't think I've ever been in Ed's before. I was going to say the same. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> well, that's like Grant's before it closed. I was never in Grant's Don't Air ever once. I feel like I don't even know you right yeah. now. Okay. You yeah. I can't even make eye contact with you guys. <laughs> Tyson took me to Ben's one night. That was the first time and last time I went there. <laughs> Well, it doesn't exist anymore. Exactly. Yeah, you would, yeah. And yeah. Grants doesn't exist anymore. No, Grants don't exist. And Grants is no. gone. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, boys, it's probably no secret, even with this episode of the podcast, that all four of us like hockey, eh, guys? Yeah, absolutely. 100%. And uh, I think we all have our share of uh, maybe some more than others of hockey memorabilia. Yep. In their man cave. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. It's on the walls yeah. right now. Well, we found, uh, we have a sponsor for this episode. It's 506 Breaks. Um, he's in New Brunswick, but will ship anywhere. And what they do is they hold events where if you make a donation, you get a spot and you win um, hockey-related prizes. I'm in. All of them are, all of them are autographed. It's unreal. That's awesome. Like, we're talking jerseys, pucks, autographed pictures, like, you know, everything, yeah. just perfect stuff. The for other me. night, he gave away, as a thank you to his members, it was a replica of the plaque uh, for Mario Lemieux from the Hall of Fame. Wow. So Sweet. Yeah, they're nice. giving away um, some really cool stuff, and they have events where if you give a donation, you get a spot, and they're, they're doing some really cool stuff, giving away some really cool stuff in those events. Uh, mystery boxes for jerseys that you don't, you have no idea what jerseys in that box. Uh, mystery pucks. Um, they're doing a mystery puck series right now. And I know, um, I think there's 
I think there's a McKinnon puck in there that they don't know what, which one it is. There's a Matthews. There's a Taves for sure. Um, I got the Malkin puck. And uh, that'll be on its way. But yeah, go check out Stewart at 5.06 breaks. Yeah, you won't be disappointed. Uh, all right, Taylor just said, and I quote, Canadian Heritage Minutes. Great. Oh, they man. were awesome. <laughs> I love them. And there, there we go. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I need these peach backs. People. Back. I Deep. need these baskets I wonder back. if people want to hear us talk about it or if they just want to know if we liked it. <laughs> just like I this. hated them. Oh. <laughs> I'm Gary. just kidding. I love them. <laughs> I yeah, remember all those. Like, they have uh, moved out Molly, it. sir. Yeah, Molly Johnson. We have to keep That's... our Irish names. <laughs> we commemorate the whatever they say there. <laughs> and then the next kid comes in with no accent yeah. at all. Patrick. Patrick, Patrick, Patrick O'Neill. <laughs> No accent at all. We have to keep our Irish. Patrick. <laughs> My name's Patrick. I took out life insurance. <laughs> what are we going to call him? We need the poo. Why oh, poo, son? <laughs> I forgot about that one. Yeah, why poo? Why Winnie, poo? I don't know. Just Winnie, Winnie the, the poo. poo. <laughs> yeah. You were also in Winnipeg, but... It's <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You're in Winnipeg. He doesn't fly, but yeah. he can leap over small buildings. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Joe Schuster, stop it. You're going to miss your train. <laughs> train, that's it. You better get going. A train, boy. no, but faster. And he'll be in these red. What that is it, one these was red corny. Tights. That one was really like. <laughs> yeah. Oh, have, Joe, uh, it'll never yeah. fly. <laughs> I, I know. Fly, no. But he can leap, leap over tall buildings. Boy, did go. they mess that one up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gosh. Um, <laughs> Are those still on? I haven't watched TV. Well, there there <laughs> was a new ones. one a couple years ago, right? Really? For, for Well, for Normandy. Oh. They finally did new, because with the coin. Yeah, but yeah. there's a whole bunch of new ones. Yeah. I, actually, there, I haven't seen it. I looked it up on YouTube. What are they, on Cable 10? I haven't seen any of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't watch. Like, I, it's Cameron. Cameron. Oh, the whole bunch of I saw them on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did, actually. I, I saw them at work. <laughs> I watched them all. What, what were you watching that recommended those? Uh, actually, I looked up, Mo, uh, what is it? Uh, Mo, what is it? Mojo? Mogo, the, do they do the top 10 thing? Logo. Oh, oh, I know what you Mojo. mean. Watch, watch Mojo. Mojo. <laughs> Sorry, watch Mojo. And uh, they do the top Canadian ones, the old ones. And then you look underneath and there's like the newer ones. So the related I ones. Went over to those ones. So There yeah. was the wow. Anuk Shook one, the basketball one. Canada. Yeah. The, the Canada one. one, where they called it Canada. Oh, yeah. But I'm sure he means the village. No, I know the word. I know the meaning of the word. It, it means, means nation, nation and, and Canada, Canada is, is its name. name. <laughs> Oh, wow. How bad is that? The sinks in our heads. That oh, man. Oh, yeah. ingrained in here. So I tell you, sir, fish is enough to feed this country. <laughs> yeah. That's another one. Yeah. yeah. Lead you for lifetimes. <laughs> you're, you're here, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. I forgot about all those. Yeah. Oh. Brings your youth flood uh, back quick. <laughs> Steven wants to know. First celebrity crush. I feel like this could go really oh, wrong. Oh boy! <laughs> I think it, I think mine would have to be uh, the Pink Ranger. Wow, that's a solid that choice. Is, yeah. well Pink Ranger. Uh, it's a toss-up between her and Topanga, probably from Boy Meets World. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just take yours, Gary? <laughs> 
Yeah. Probably those two. That was just, it's like, I don't even know if he realized he was making a noise. <laughs> that was in his head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> he just had a blackout moment. Was the question current celebrity? <laughs> oh, my after, face hurts. After all these years. Oh, my land. <laughs> oh, 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 I don't know. I'm sure. I'm sure. When you guys Cooper. are in this. Huh? Winnie Cooper. Well, now Stephen Stephen wow. said his answer is Winnie Cooper, <laughs> and Blake replied to Stephen and said Kelly Lebowski. Why? <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go. That's fair too. And Pink Ranger, I understand. Yeah. Yeah. Good job, Amy Jo Johnson. <laughs> she was also in. Uh, what's that? She's on the that police show now, isn't she? Yeah. But am I dreaming? Was she on Felicity or something for a while or something? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't really watch that show, so that's something that I viewed in my periphery because I (laughs) I know Amanda watched it. I didn't watch it. First celebrity crush. I don't know. My first. That I don't know. Sarah Michelle Gellar. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I get that. Girl from the Opera Room. (laughs) Right, guys? <laughs> yes, Gary. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> I'm waiting to hear it. Sharon, Lois, and Bram. Uh, Sharon and Lois. <laughs> Skinner and keep it. <laughs> <laughs> Holy mm-hmm. cow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, oh. I might go with uh, Jessica Beale, Seventh Heaven. Yep. Wow. Yeah. I think. Seventh Heaven. But it's funny because that mm-hmm. honestly, like, you're young. Like, I would have been like 14 when that show came out. Yeah. And as you get older, you really get over it. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's like. Even that show, like, I can't believe I watched that show. It's so you bad. See it on one rerun now, and it's like, wow. <laughs> this is, this this is, is not Someone bad. said this is good to put on TV. Yeah, this and is, back then, and they had several seasons. <laughs> this yeah. has not, not aged well. No. <laughs> uh, okay. Seventh heaven. When I see their happy faces smiling back at me. <laughs> Wow. Oh, yeah. I can't remember anything important, but Seventh Heaven. <laughs> <laughs> Whole thing burned into my brain. Uh. Nathan, what's up? My face hurts. <laughs> Nathan, are we almost done? <laughs> <laughs> we just started. Nathan wants to know what secret conspiracy would you like to start? That is such a great question. Ooh. Not a conspiracy we believe, but one you'd like to start and just sit back, I think, and laugh. Like, ah. Uh. That masks are bad. Yeah. 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 <laughs> gotcha. That's a new one. No one started that. No one started that. Get me tinfoil hat out, boys. <laughs> and we just lost money uh. for the audience. I would like to propose that the world is actually controlled by a government from one of the other parallel universes that actually exist, not the current one we have. How about that? Okay, that, that had a lot of thought. Pretty deep. I just thought of it right now. Multiverse. The multi, yep. We're assuming the multiverse exists and there is other versions of ourselves and we're actually controlled by another government. 
from another. Mo- <laughs> I'd like to start a conspiracy where the world isn't round. <laughs> and we're just surrounded by a big ice wall. Antarctica is not really there. That's a wall. You can climb over it. George gonna... Washington is still alive, man. Him and Martha are sitting there. Are you going to start the Rhombus Earth Society? Oh, rhombus. <laughs> rhombus. We're actually a parallelogram. It's not square. <laughs> it's not flat. It's square. Which, like, make your whole argument a stupid, like, it doesn't even work. Like, but squares can also be flat. Like, it's a square. Earth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cube? I didn't say cube, did I? <laughs> Do we need to go over the one-dimensional, two-dimensional? <laughs> break down. Yeah. I don't know. That's a good question. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's All jokes aside, that's a good question. Um. Yeah, boy, is one that you could. One you know. corporation owns every cart manufacturer in the world. <laughs> wow. Shopping so cart sinister. <laughs> that's really not far from what really goes on. <laughs> Does it, Jeremy? (laughs) And let's call them the Rothschilds. (laughs) Illuminati. And our podcast got taken down. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you, YouTube, for teaching me about the Rothschilds. Gosh, that's a hard one. Yeah. It's funny. That's such a good question, but I don't know know what to say. Yeah. (laughs) What would you want to start a conspiracy over? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm trying to think of something funny. Like, what would be funny to sit back and watch? Everyone just melt down over. That doesn't hurt anybody, but you're like, oh, oh, that's not well, you know what? The McDonald's, the McDonald's ice cream machine is never really broken. They just shut it off. <laughs> or like Ooh, snap. best before dates are all fake. Nothing ever goes bad. Oh, man. Oh. Yeah. Did you not remember? <laughs> I don't think I told that on. And it's really not a store that shall remain nameless. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Don't need the story then. Carry on. <clears throat> Canadian tire. Um <laughs> But they, they used to have, and I think they still do, but like the pop machines at the front, like on your way out, like if you wanted to grab yeah, a pop yeah. or something out of the fridge. And this is not um, a reflection of the store as much as this young girl who probably doesn't work there anymore. <laughs> um, well, I guarantee it, but she was just, she was, uh, she was young. But I, I, whatever I grabbed at, at the store real quick, I ran out, got in the car and opened a Coke Zero. And I should have known I was in trouble when no sound came out of the coke. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. You know what I mean? Like you're waiting for the. There was no. And there was nothing. Just the crack. And I took one drink of it, and it was the flattest. You know, like there's there's flat pop, and then there's the state a little beyond flat pop. Like, and then there's like the syrup that they any put longer. in the original. Yeah, drink. if it yeah. sits, I was just gonna say that if it sits any longer, it's. So I was like, all right, well, I'm gonna go back in, but like I'm, I'm not going in to throw a fit over a pop. Just can I just have another pop? Yeah. yeah. Right? Because, like, I'm, I'm working and I'm on my lunch. I stopped in for a second. She wouldn't give me another pop because, <laughs> and I quote, that's not the expiry date. That's the date they bottled it. What? That's- Wait for it. She really believed this and argued with me. So I must have blown her mind then when I opened the fridge in front of her <laughs> and hauled another bottle out from the future. <laughs> These are not refrigerators. (laughs) These are are time traveling teleportation devices. (laughs) No guy comes in here and loads all these pops. (laughs) They disappear. (laughs) 
Oh, <laughs> gosh, I'll never forget that. Like, I can understand I it just, on pop, but why does bottled water have best before dates on it? Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah. That yeah. actually freaks you know me what? out. Yeah. What's in those bottles? <laughs> well, that's it. You know there's nothing in the water. Yeah. Gotta be the bottle. <laughs> yeah, gotta be the bottle. Because they say not to keep reusing those bottles. Like, Yeah. Yeah. You know, if it's someone explain to me why. If it's, yeah, <laughs> if it's in the car and it gets warm, you're not supposed, supposed to, drink to drink it. it. Yeah, yeah, because we all follow oh, that man. one. Yeah, like sitting there saying, I'm thirsty. Warm water, whatever. And, yeah. and we all 40 know, degree water going yeah, down your and, gullet. And we all know the trucks that they sometimes come in are not refrigerated. They're just a truck with. Yeah. Like, well, because it's just flats. Yeah, but how hot get, does it get? That's what really I mean. Like, in there. In, yeah. a, in the middle of like Dallas yeah. or something like that. I imagine that trailer probably gets a little hot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you usually got to stop, cough, choke on the BPAs as they go down. <laughs> <laughs> this is when I get up and I'm like, I don't know, guys. I turn around, walk away. My whole back says Aquafina. <laughs> <laughs> Slowly turning into a water bottle. <laughs> oh, guys. Yeah, that is a good one, though. Those are the dates. They're bottled. She's only ever Serious looked at. A, oh, man. Like, so that says, I guess you've never looked at that date unless you've opened something that was something so wrong with it that you had to check the date to see. Yeah, because I didn't check the date. And it was obviously passed. So you're like, oh, that's when they bottled it. But it was probably only like a week. I don't know. I'm just trying to. Oh, it was a couple you... of weeks old. Yeah. But it was flat, flat, flat. Like it was, so I don't know if someone seal, shook it and put it back. The or... seal might have cracked or something or something but yeah. like it was you know what i mean but it's like the date is like a while old like it's not because you guys know if you pick up a pop that's expired and it's two days expired there's nothing wrong with that pop no, that's no, no, it's, it's like but this was flat 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 and it was expired so i thought okay well just, just give me another pop like i just went through your cash yeah just well sir no that's that's the date i'll never forget and on us because I remember, like, you oh know me, I think I was super sarcastic. Like, I treated it like she was kidding. <laughs> like, you're joking, right? You know what I mean? Like, ha, ha, ha. And, like, no, I could tell she's just as serious as I was. <laughs> oh, oh, no, no, that's the date it's bottled. Oh, no. No, sir, you are wrong. I'm about to blow and, your mind. Oh, yeah, and then I continue the sarcasm with, I'm Marty look McFly. at this one. <laughs> I'm going to hand you this bottle from the future. Unreal. Demon, demon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Diablo, El Diablo. <laughs> this picture in the episode of Seinfeld with Putty. <laughs> yeah, he runs up to the window and the poor priest. The devil, the devil. That's what the priest is going. El Diablo, El Diablo. <laughs> that is that is peak Seinfeld. <laughs> We watched a scene yesterday uh, at work because we were talking about, we were trying to quote uh, Bookman, the detective from the library. <laughs> Bookman, yeah. <laughs> Maybe that doesn't mean a whole lot to you, Seinfeld. But right now, there's a little boy down at his local public library opening up a book, <laughs> trying to learn something. And what does he see? Little drawings of pee-pees and wee-wees. <laughs> but I don't know, Seinfeld. Maybe that's how you get your kicks. Maybe that's why. <laughs> and the way he points, let me tell you something, Buster. <laughs> You step foot in the New York Public Library. <laughs> oh, that show, that's a show that has held up well. Oh, yes. That's, yes. oh man. Yes, very well. Yeah. All right, oh. Adam wants to know. Oh, gosh. My head hurts. Which Adam? <laughs> yeah, which Adam? Adam Savoy. Oh. Did Vince screw Brett or did Brett screw Brett? <laughs> oh. 
<laughs> Gary, I think I'm going to let you start this one. <laughs> I'd rather not talk about the screwing in public. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't think we'll go down the rabbit hole on this one. <sighs> I learned more pretty recently that I did not know about that situation. Yes, I watched the biography. You saw that too? So the whole, (coughs) for years, I've wanted to side with, I don't want to give everybody the big long background, but essentially in wrestling, um, spoilers, um, they're fixed, right? I I know, I know, I know. (laughs) Sorry, Jeremy, sorry. I feel like I'm- never watching again. I feel like I'm your Kevin Nash now for me. (laughs) Yeah, that's Um, right. (laughs) You guys have to go back and listen. Um, but so here's the situation is I always viewed it for years. Like I wanted to be on team Brett. I was a big Brett fan. I bought it. And I always viewed it like, well, Brett, like to be fair, you're taking more money. You're switching companies. You can't leave as champ. No, you don't get to just walk out on TV and I'm going to hand the title over to you guys. Bye. I'm leaving. The oldest tradition in wrestling when you were leaving a territory or leaving wherever you were is if you were the champion, you had to drop the belt to somebody. And that's fair. Like, like have, because you can't walk into the other organization and everyone's still viewing you like you're the best of that organization you just left. You had to have lost on your way out. Yeah, you have to to hand the torch. Right? Yep. So I didn't know the rest of it in that one. Brett actually had no problem losing. He did not want to lose to Sean. Yep. Said, put me against someone else that night. I'll lose to them. But after all the stuff Sean has said about Canada with the flag incident and all this different stuff and everything, and him disrespecting me, I'm telling you, I'm not dropping it to Sean in Canada. Put someone else against me. I'll drop the title. I'm not dropping it to Sean. I'll lose on Monday Night Raw the next night to someone else. I don't want to drop it to Sean. Vince says, okay. I didn't know the entirety of that part. I always just viewed like, oh, he wouldn't drop it. And he told them, no, I just don't want to drop it to him. Like he literally took the Canadian flag and shoved it up his nose, trying to be funny and did it. And Brett just didn't want to lose to that guy in Canada. Yeah. And, but then there was another part of it. I didn't realize that when Brett, Cameron's already nodding at me, went to Vince and told them, this is the offer I got but I don't want to leave. And Vince said he couldn't match it. That Vince did offer him a contract for a lot less money, but a longer term. And Brett took it to stay. Then less than a year later, Vince breaks his own contract and says, we can't afford that. We got to, I have to renege on the deal. Yep. So I didn't realize the background of, because the new contract with WCW was a very new contract, but it had gone all the way back to months before he had been offered one and turned it down for less money to stay loyal and stay. And now here he is saying, well, I have to break that one too. I can't afford to pay you back that. And I want you to drop the belt to Sean. Made me look at it all of a sudden. All these years, I thought, please don't don't want ever make me admit that I think Brett was soaking out loud. Like, I don't want to. But all of a sudden now with that new information, it's like, okay, no, I get it. He took less money for you. And his reward was, hey, I can't even pay you the less money. Can you take less again? Yeah. No, (laughs) no, I can't. I'm this age once. I'll have to retire soon. I, they're offering me three times the amount of money you're offering me. Like I could go in, make bank for three years, get out, retire probably. And he did. Right. Um, 
And and I don't want to drop the belt to him. Well, we'd like you to fight him at wrestling. That's Survivor Series. Well, uh, but I don't want to drop the title. Okay, okay, we got it. You don't have to drop the title. To, and then screwed him over? Vince did screw Brett. Sorry. And as, a, and as a perfect example of how that was done wrong, they did the exact same thing when it came to Bob Backlund back in the 80s and Hogan. They wanted the belt to go to Hogan, mm-hmm. but he was a good guy. Bob Backlund was the good guy and he was the champ. They're like, there's no way we can have... Back then, you can't have a good guy lose to a good guy. Yeah, you can't have like the Heaven biggest forbid. baby face <laughs> in the 80s yeah. going against the... Like in the 70s, going against the baby face of the 80s. It just, it wasn't done. That's when the Iron Sheik came in. They just went to him. They're like, yeah, we need you to beat Bob Backlund. You're going to hold the title for a couple of months and then you're going to lose it to Hogan. Like we need you to beat the good guy so the good guy can beat you because we can't have him. Vince's father did that. And that's how you should have done it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have wow. someone not as. Yeah. Yeah. He could have had a bad guy come in. They could have, they could have cheated. They could have did whatever. Yeah, could have Sean could have taken the belt off of him. Exactly. Done. Yeah. The next night he could have. Yeah. yeah. Done. Yeah. Like I, anyway. Mm. Yeah. The, the more. There was a bo- They were both at fault. I always thought a little bit both. And I even leaned on like Brett, like if he can't afford to pay it, he can't afford. I didn't realize he had signed one and then Vince broke it. Then broke it again. And then I always thought Brett just didn't want to drop it. And I was like, well, you can't take that with you. You don't get to do that. Yeah. He's like, no, but now I know. No, he'll drop it. His old journal said it, right? He wrote way back then that yeah. he was willing to drop it. Just not to him. Just not to Sean. Have me lose to anybody but him. Like there was a couple guys there at the time. Like I'll put one of those guys. They can cheat. There can be a run in. It can be, Doesn't I'll drop matter. it. And then Sean can win it later if you want. Just don't make me lose to Sean in Canada. And I was like, well, now I look back at it. It's like, that's actually not that unfair. Yeah. Like, yeah. He feels this is, yeah, anyway. I took a turn. Sorry, everybody. All right. <laughs> quick, quick question, though, on that. Uh, the Iron Sheik. Yep. Is he? Make you humble. <laughs> yeah, but is he really like that? Yes. He just. 100%. Like, I just thought he was the most committed guy to, to the character I've ever seen. Okay. But I think he's really like that. Okay. So- Virgil's <laughs> the most committed guy to a gimmick I've ever oh, seen. Oh, yeah, fair enough. Charging Brooke Hogan 20 bucks for a picture. <laughs> yeah. So the Iron Sheik actually did come from Iran. Yep. He was the bodyguard of the Shah of Iran. Mm-hmm. Man. He was like the bodyguard of the king, basically. Like, yeah. I didn't know if that was true or not. Yeah. That is legit. 100% uh, legit. Okay. He was, and when it all went down over there, he came over here. And he, yeah, he was an Iranian champion. He helped, he helped coach the American wrestling team mm-hmm. in the Olympics. Greco, Greco-Roman. Greco-Roman. That's how good this guy was. And so, he really went on like, like he goes on like, like that's actually. He still does. Bob yeah. Backlund does. Bob Backlund does. Bob Backlund 100% does. It's like he stays in, ca- in character. They say like as, as some of them got older, they were so used to trying to keep kayfabe all the time. <laughs> they just kept it. That they kind of kept it. So, like, they're only themselves when they're by themselves. Yeah. Uh, because, yeah. like, the second the camera's on or someone's there to visit them, it's like they feel the need to put on this. Yeah. Like Tyson, to just and, go, I, right? Tyson and I have been watching the show, this wrestling show about NE, how they're trying to get all the WWE stuff back and, like, old, like, memorabilia and stuff like that. Well, the Iron Sheik used to have these two, like, they were, like, clubs and... He put them over the back of his head. They weigh a ton. Weigh a ton. And he, and <laughs> but he used he'd to go behind and he'd his head them. and wave them, or swing them around. And they're like, like 80 pounds each. To show, <laughs> to show how strong he was. Well, Bob Backlund was the only other person to ever be able to do, to do it. it. So yeah. the Iron Sheik gave him these. 
So huh. the WWE was looking for them. Well, they go to Bob Backlund's house. And he's got two sets. And he's, he's got, got them. <laughs> but as soon as they open the door, it's Sergeant Slaughter and the guy who's helping them called AJ. He's a guy who's in NXT now. Mm-hmm. But he's like a historian. He knows yeah, everything. Yeah, like this he remembers everything. He knows everything. Wow. So as soon as they open the door, Bob Backlund, who's probably what? In his 70s, almost his 80s. He's got to be... 70s for sure. He's got to be a 70s. As soon as they swung the door open, he was like instantly in Bob Backlund. He like, was full on. <laughs> Bob Backlund. Like the, the way he left the character in 1994, met them old. at the door. Yeah. yeah. He was wow. like, Sergeant Slaughter. Like he was going on right crazy. Like wow. it was hilarious. And then as it went on, he just all of a sudden, the switch just got shut off. And then he was just regular Bob Backlund. Really? Quiet, mild mannered. Yeah. Huh. Like, Weird. Yeah. It's, it's, but I think for some of them, that was their whole life. Like, the, the the this generation of them, it's more broken now. Like people are aware of kayfabe and well, like I guess in character, the, you're out of character. And yeah, the reason I ask it is because I follow the Iron Cheek on Twitter. He's crazy. <laughs> he has not one of his tweets has had a lowercase letter in it, <laughs> all capital letters, and you could just hear him screaming every single. And they're all just like and f bombs galore. Oh, just like so much swearing, and it's just like. He'll just and like he'd call out Logan Paul, but it's not Logan Paul, it's the Logan Paul. I know, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. And it's completely random. He's like, I you can just hear him going, I put the Taylor Swift in the camel clutch. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? It's just like no comment on all this, like, oh, coronavirus yeah. stuff. Yeah. And he's, yeah. I'll humble him, I'll humble him. <laughs> the yeah. jabroni coronavirus. <laughs> like, oh, it's so funny. Anyway, I just wondered if it was like, is he just. Is he really I, like there, there is on um, on Amazon Prime. There's a documentary about him on there, and it's him being. But when he's talking, he still talks that way. <laughs> I beat the Mister Hogan. I meet the Mister McMahon. Like he's just, <laughs> he's like very, you know. Anyway, yeah, <laughs> yeah, he really is like that. Wow. Hmm. Anyway, uh, Amanda wants to know most embarrassing stories. Oh my gosh. Now, why? <laughs> oh man. I think we've gone through a litany I, of what we've I had. think they're looking to laugh at our expense. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably That's so that. strange. Well, well, I am 100% used to that. We're, but <laughs> we're 22 episodes in and that hasn't happened yet. Why would it start now? <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> I don't think any of my stories are not embarrassing. <laughs> they're all embarrassing. <laughs> Snubbing people, snubbing celebrities. Yeah. <laughs> Peeing out moving vehicles. Oh, my God. Uh, nearly single-handedly causing a boat to sink. Because, you know, yep. that's all your fault. That's, my, that's how I view it. <laughs> Greenhorn. Oh, uh, gosh. I don't know. I think we've gone through probably a fair amount of the embarrassing Oh, stories. no, there's some out there. <laughs> okay. I've got one that no one knows about but me. So... There was one summer, oh, and I'll goody. keep it. I'll keep it short. There was one summer I was working for uh, Much's Trucking with my good buddy Trent Much, and it was in between my first and second year at college. So we were I was hauling wood with them, and uh, anyway, so we had one day we were we had to go to the mill in St. Quentin, so it's on the other side of New Brunswick. You know, it's long ways through the woods. So, anyways, we. Uh, we get the loads on there, and you, you head up towards Bathurst, and then you turn into this highway that's, like, basically nothing for— It's like a plaster rock. Yeah. Right? So yeah. It's like nothing for, like, two hours. Well, right before you go in, there's a Tim Hortons there. So it's, like, perfect, you know? You're going in 
for a long drive, get a coffee. So I go in there and they're going to get a coffee and like, you know, like they have the donuts in the middle there and they had like, it was when they had like the Oreo donut and it was like, Ooh, you know what? I'm going to get one of the fancy donuts for once. I'm going to get splurge. it. Yeah. <laughs> so I get a coffee and get the donut and I'm like, this is great. So I'm going through, you know, yeah, get something playing there, whatever. Just listen to the music, drive along. Probably a little dream theater. Not, not yep. Right. <laughs> Probably not not a lot of traffic. <clears throat> Having a coffee, donut. I get to the mill in St. Quentin. So I pull in and like it's log. So you, you fall onto a scale to get the weight of, of what? the, yeah. you know, that's how you get paid. So I, so I get the, uh, so I pull on the scale. I go in the little scale house where the, the person's working and you kind of, uh, they give you your slip and then you, you know, like you got to give them a, your, your slip for the paperwork stuff. And, Anyway, so she's just kind of writing down. There's a woman working there. She's writing down, like, the information and stuff. And she's, like, I can't do this on a podcast. But as she's writing, she keeps looking at the paper and, like, out of the corner of her eye, she keeps, like, looking up at me. <laughs> and she's, like, kind of like this. And I'm, like, oh. And so <laughs> this is, like, oh, this, oh, is, this is St. Quentin, right? Very, very French. So she's, like, uh, the, uh, the, ba- the bash room is, is there. <laughs> And I was like, oh, thanks. Thanks for telling me. You know, like, great. Good to know. He's like, no, you, uh, you have uh, on your, it's on your face. It's on your face. So, <laughs> so I was like, what, what do you mean? So I go like this and like this stuff falls on my shirt. Like, and I look down and I'm like, oh. So I go in the bathroom. All around my mouth is the entire contents of the the powder that was on this Oreo donut. It literally looked like I had done all of the cocaine in New Brunswick. And it was all, and I had like a beard and so it's all in the beard. And I didn't, I had no mirror, right? I should have took a picture, but it was just like, like a giant donut circle around my nose. It looked like I had done all these drugs. And so uh, I wipe it all off and I come out and I take my slip and I'm like, Oh, uh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that was pretty embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. She couldn't even, she could barely write the words. It was all she could do to not find the nearest cloth and like punch me in the face with it to get that off there. She, like, she's like, I can't even talk to you until you get that off of your face. <laughs> Look at this crackhead. <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah. It just literally looked like I'd done. Anyway. Oh, man. So that was pretty embarrassing. No one knew about that until this morning. <laughs> there you go, Amanda. One right stairs from the vault. There we go. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Jeremy doing a line. Oh man, you you, oh, you don't even know. That. I feel I like that I, one needs a video recreation or something. Oh yeah, hundred percent. The worst part is, is I have multiple stories where I've been accused of doing drugs. <laughs> <laughs> it's happened several times in other countries. <laughs> like that's not even the story I thought you were gonna tell. Well, that I thought was it'd too be long. like you peeing on the side of the road near yeah. customs or what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I don't know if Billy Power listens to this, but he can. He, you know, I I can't take all the stories, boys. <laughs> Billy Power, if you listen to this. If you want to explain the very first time I crossed the border with you to Maine, you could explain that. 
I think Jeremy oh got. I think gosh. Jeremy helped us with that one today. I think the Spark Notes version, right, is um, they tell Jeremy to pull ahead because they're going to come talk to him because he's in a transport truck. He's not a right. You know what I mean? Because the car yeah. is like where you're traveling, what yeah. you're staying, what. Yeah. I'd like to like a transport truck's pretty obvious. You're working. <laughs> Jeremy has to pee. You're, I think you're getting your two stories mixed right. up. Apparently, you're, you're, oh, because there's, there's two of these. Yeah, there's, there's two. With involves your but you got out of the truck. For, you got out of the truck for something, right? So, so I'll give you the spark notes. This is this is the first time. So I just got my class one license. I'm working at Goldline Transport, which maybe they don't want to be associated with me. Um, so I so the guy I'm traveling with for a couple of weeks is Billy Power, and uh, so we you know we get to, I'm kind of co pilot with him. We switch off driving and stuff. And so the first trip, first long haul trip to the U.S. And like we get to the Holton uh, main border crossing, and like I've got a bit of a you know bit of a cold, so like we're talking to the customs guy, and like I'm kind of coughing a bit, and, you know, sniffing a lot, you know, yeah, kind of doing this stuff here and whatever. No problem, no big nothing. Like yeah, no, we're just, and you know we're, Billy's like I'm going to the same place I typically go to, you know, most weeks, like whatever, right? So then you pull through the X-ray scanner. And uh, there's like, an, anyways, that all goes, everything's normal. So we pull through the scanner and like, once you're through that, they're kind of like, they wave you on, like yep. you're good. <clears throat> but like, it's a border crossing. You're supposed to log and document all your border crossings in the logbook. So we just kind of go through the x-ray scanners, pull off to the side a little bit, take a second to mark the book. Mirrors fill up with lights, like spotlights, <laughs> headlights. Searchlights, everything, and like, like blinding in the cab, and like three or four of these border patrols come flying up, and buddy, and they and they come out, and they're like yelling at us to get out of the truck, and we get out of the truck, and they're searching through the truck and all this and everything, and uh, and then they they look they they uh, bring me and Billy inside, and they don't say anything to us. We sat in there. I think I forget how long. This is you're talking like <laughs> it was a long time ago now. But we sat in there for, felt like an hour with no explanation. And then they just randomly come and tell us, yeah, you're good to go. <laughs> so we go back, get the truck. And the idea, like, we usually sleep for the night in Bangor, Maine at the Dysart's truck stop there. So anyways, we go in there. The next morning, talk to a buddy of Billy's, and, uh, and uh, he, says, uh, he says, yeah, was that you guys? Um, like, did you guys get any trouble at the border last night? And it's like, well, yeah, kind of, kind of did. And he's like, well, he's like, well, yeah, I was talking to one of the border guys because you got to understand, you cross there every week. You like, yeah, they, you get started to get to, they started to get to bit. know them. Yeah, yeah, and uh, um, he, he, the 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 guy was kind of like, he's like, yeah, no, there was a couple guys that came through here, and we thought we, you know, basically thought one of the guys was on drugs. <laughs> was high and like was bringing drugs into the u.s that would be you <laughs> and that was me <laughs> all because i had a cold at the border <laughs> oh man anyway I, yeah <laughs> yeah so anyway and and like i'm always hesitant to go to the states now whenever we talk about it it's like i wonder why <laughs> it always goes so well 
<laughs> well done. Oh, man. Well done. Yeah. Well done. I have a hard time thinking of my most embarrassing. Uh, I, I, I already had mine, and it's been well documented. <laughs> Gunk. You had a whole episode about it. Yes. <laughs> so I'm out. I had one. But you know what? It's not embarrassing as much as it is, like, how does that happen to somebody? <laughs> Camping trip? <laughs> That's another episode. That's a whole episode. Um, we must do the camp. The most random day. I never talked about taking Mikhail to Oak Island on here, right? Like, not the actual. Something happened to me on the way to Oak Island. I don't think I did. You're looking at me blankly, just to make sure I don't. <laughs> Wait. We've done a few of these now. This has nothing to do with Oak Island. Something happened on the way to Oak Island. Is Peggy's Cove in the way? Peggy's to Cove. <laughs> okay. No, uh, there's his reaction. I'm sorry, I did not oh, tell this. Oh, I know this one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, Gary's going to be great. So, nope. Oh, Gary doesn't know this, this one. Oh, <laughs> this is fantastic. You might want to spit bucket Gary for when. <laughs> so, we, uh, so, for a little while, for those of you that watch, if any of you guys watch Oak Island on the History Channel, I don't know how I became friends with Jack Begley on Oak Island, but we were talking all the time. And Mikhail was obsessed with the show. And we thought, like, they're not doing tours. We didn't book a tour, but we're. We were driving, like we went on a big road trip and we surprised the kids. We went as far as Windsor, stayed at a hotel with a nice pool and water slide or whatever. And we'll take the scenic tour back. And we like to go antiquing and stuff or whatever. And I said to Amanda, what are the chances I could get a hold of Jack today? Because we're just 45 minutes from Oak Island. Like, I wonder if he'd come out and just meet Mikhail. It's almost his birthday or whatever and all that stuff. And so I'm trying to get a hold of Jack and I messaged him. And he never read it and never read it. And for all I know, they're filming today or whatever. I was like, all right, well, he, I'm not, I can't just putt around Windsor waiting for him to get back to me. We have to start heading home. We'll never get home, right? We're all the way down that far. Like, yeah. At this pace, like, because it was in the morning, but if we left now, we'll be lucky to be home by 6 or 7 tonight, right? So, like, the longer I take, it's getting to be a pretty late night yeah. with two young kids. So we, we went, like I said, let's head to Peggy's Cove way. It'll still be something for the kids to see. And then if he does message me, we're not that far out of the way. We'll take the shore road back, right? We're at Peggy's Cove. Um, there's no parking, which is crucial to this, just so you know. <laughs> there's, there's no parking up by the lighthouse left, so we had to park way down the hill and walk up to the lighthouse. <laughs> and we walked up, took the kids out on the rocks, not the black rocks for all the people in Nova Scotia listening. Like, Why don't they put up a fence and ruin the hole? Yeah, okay. So... Not the black rocks. Yeah, Those are the slippery didn't fall ones. In. Didn't fall in or anything. <laughs> Went to the store. I remember Amanda bought a hoodie or whatever. And uh, we're walking back with the kids, and the kids are kind of walking behind us. And you're watching, you know, like I, when I, if you've ever been to Peggy's Cove, like there's traffic, but it's not traffic. Like, what's someone going to do? Hit you going 10 kilometers an hour? <laughs> like, but it is a windy road, and you got to kind of watch. If you got kids, you're watching it for the car. So I'm kind of keeping them behind me, and Amanda's holding one kid by the hand, and I'm holding the other, but they're kind of walking behind us. Like, you know, like when you're not holding their hand, but you feel their presence, they're right behind you, which was key to their success in this story. <laughs> so I walked, yeah, they, they somehow came out unscathed. But I remember, and for anyone who's been there, there's like the little art gallery to your left, right? <laughs> And there's another yellow building with another art gallery in the McJewels to your right. And there's the carvings down, you know what I mean? Yep. We walk down around the corner, and that's where the water comes that in. That little creek thing there. There's like that little creek where you can stand there. And there's a woman just standing on the side of the road. 
<laughs> and she's kind of looking off into the distance. <laughs> and uh, she's got something in her hand, and I can't quite tell what's in her hand. And I think she's crying, and I'm kind of nudging Amanda, like, what do we do here? Like, what's, <laughs> what's wrong? Because she's right, but she's in our path, right? Like, it's, it's, we can't cross the road and then cross back. And not, she's kind of standing there, and it's like, it's like, is she okay? And then as we get about 10 feet away on this just perfectly windy day, by the way, she reaches her hand into what I now see is a bag. Takes a big handful of what I now know is ashes <laughs> and proceeds to spread them in the air, trying to hit the water. None of the ashes are hitting the water. It is in my mouth. It's in my eyes. It's in Amanda's mouth. It's in Amanda's eyes. I remember we got the kids to the kids are fine. They're oblivious. Like, like, like I'm doing the whole. <laughs> because you just ate a person. Well, and on the way. And he yelled them. So like I'm sitting there, like her faces are white. She's oblivious. Like, what do I do? She's having this big crime. Like, excuse me, ma'am, as you spread the ashes of your loved ones all across Peggy's Cove. Right? Um, Did you not do that? So like I remember grabbing like an ice cold coffee that had been sitting in the car for probably two days out of the door, and I'm swishing my mouth out with it. There's no water. They're like, what do you mean there's no water in the car? You're looking for everything, and your faces are white. You're looking in the mirror and you're trying to get off your face. Okay. So in the middle of me not trying to throw up, and Amanda's on the other side of the car trying not to be sick, and we're trying to get this office, and it's like Amanda, I can taste it. Like I can taste it. It's in the mouth. It's in the mouth. My phone starts going off as I'm gagging. <laughs> blah, blah. And it's, it's Jack Begley. Yeah, I'm at the islands. Bring him on down. <laughs> Come on over. I can meet him at the front gate. Sweet. Thanks, Jack. <laughs> oh, craziest day ever. Just as soon as I get John wiped off my face. Oh, man. <laughs> and, like, and I'm sitting there like, you're even on your way. And I remember thinking like, like, Amanda, that wasn't what we thought it was, right? Like, there's no, like, that could have been something else. It's like, what else could it have been? <laughs> I said, well, maybe, like, like, what if it was a dog? Like, what if it was a pet or something? And she's like, yeah, no, their dog asked to be buried. <laughs> she's like, no, it was, a, oh, yeah, like, I, I know, like, like I, I ingested some. I know I did. Oh, you would have. Like, it wasn't just kind of like a, like, did you ever, like, like on, a, on a dry day, a big gust of wind comes and you get the sand off the road and you're like, ouch. It was like, it was that. All across your face. The full-blown got a dead person in our faces. Kids were shielded from the whole thing. And Didn't she get anything has else. no idea. No, no, no. Like, she did it, like, like, two or three times just, and, like, I wish everyone could see me, but, like, the hand in the bag and she, like, graces the wind with, like, <laughs> Like trying to spread it, it across the water. Immediately goes. Beyond. But it's windy. I'm telling you, none of it hit the water. It was like it's like a slow motion, like <laughs> <laughs> right back. Like like she tried to throw it to her right, and for a second, it's like the ashes midair thought about it, and then went, "Nope, I'm going hard left <laughs> into the wind." Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh my land. Oh. I've never. I'm so glad you thought of that. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Most random day, maybe a month, because then we ended up with the whole crew at Oak Island. <laughs> the whole cast came out. Nice. Jack gave Mikhail a piece of the core. Ah. And the whole time I remember getting in the car, Amanda's looking at me like, like Mikhail's on cloud nine. Jack gave him a piece of the original core sample <laughs> from guys. the Money Pit and all. And all I can think of is this is so cool. And I'm pretty sure I ate a person today. 
like Amanda's looking at me and she's like, what are you thinking? Because I'm watching this go down. I was like, if I look teary, it's because it's still in my eyes. <laughs> then she looks over and she's like, what's for supper, honey? <laughs> I'm kind oh, of yeah. No appetite, no nothing. Oh, it was where, bad. Where do you want to eat? It was a bad scene. Somewhere vegetarian. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's incredible. That's amazing. All right. Well, uh, <laughs> that's uh-huh. 56 minutes, boys. <laughs> we still didn't get to all the- Hey, that we can, uh, whatever. Thanks, everybody, for listening. <laughs> <laughs> and if, uh, Find us Facebook and Instagram. If your loved ones are cremated, don't throw them outside on a windy day with people walking around. Uh, Check the wind. Uh, like, subscribe, and all that stuff, guys. Thanks for listening. Hope you had a laugh at our expense, and uh, yep. have a good week. Oh, my head hurts. <laughs> <laughs>